What's up, guys? Brett Apple here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC Charlotte this weekend. Rosenstroik versus Almeida in the main event. 12 fights on this slate. It is, it's a little bit of a weird slate, I have to be honest, but we are here to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a matchup I like from a DraftKings perspective. Before I do, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment below. Why don't you give me... Uh, why don't you give me an underdog who you think is going to win? Let's go 8K or below. I think there are several of them that are viable, but none really stand out, uh, as we'll touch on. I do think if you can find one you like, have a good chance to separate yourself from the field there. So always interested to hear what you all have to say. All right, without further ado, let's get into my cash gameplay of the week. That's going to be Zhao Ten Almeida at 9.6K. All right, we're going chalky this week with the cash game play of the week. As I've said 100,000 times, I'm just going to give you the best cash game plays here. Tournaments is where we can get weird, but you got to lock in Jalten Almeida in cash games at 9.6K. He's minus 490 to win as the main event favorite against Rosenstreich. Obviously, Almeida has, has just crushed his competition in the UFC to this point. 4-0, 5-0 if you include his contender series matchup as well uh three of those four have come in round one and his DraftKings box score is just insane i mean 125 121 114 and 118 he's just a sick athlete a really good wrestler and grappler physical and this heavyweight division is not very strong at least in terms of defensive grappling so what does the ufc do next they're putting him in a main event against jair azinho rosenstroik 75% takedown defense on Rosenstrike, but he hasn't really fought great wrestlers, and any time he has fought in someone who's competent, they've taken him down. Um, Junior Albini, Alistair Overeem, Cyril Gaon, Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades took him down, what, three times on six attempts, six minutes of control. Almeida should have success here. Almeida should be able to shoot in on takedowns, be the more physical party, earn top control, hunt for submissions or ground and pound and probably went inside the distance he is actually minus 290 to win inside the distance which is just why he's an elite play overall a great style to target from a DraftKings perspective five rounds to work with and a sick inside distance line too the issue is that we haven't really seen him in extended matchups we haven't really seen him face adversity so if Rosenstreich can just survive um, extend this fight maybe he can get stand-up exchanges where he should be the more competent kickboxer and maybe he'll have a chance at a knockout you know i don't totally hate a dart throw on rosenstrike at 6.6k but from a cash game perspective almeida's the guy 9.6k he needs to be in your lineups okay moving on to my tournament play of the week i'm gonna go with natan levy at 9.1k he's gonna be one of a few pivots off almeida in the top end and I really like him for tournaments because, A, he fights with a style that has scored very well from a DraftKings perspective. He's kind of a, like a karate guy, and I don't really trust his striking, to be honest. But he's landed six, nine, and three takedowns in his last three fights. I love that grappling. And he's fighting an opponent in Pete Rodriguez, who was knocked out by Jack Della Maddalena in his, in his UFC debut in 2022, then fought Mike the Truth. Jackson won by knockout himself in the first round. Rodriguez has was he five and one as a professional. He's never won outside of round one. He hasn't really fought any good fighters. The one guy he fought that was 
a, a solid opponent, Jack Della Maddalena, beat him in a round. And there's just no reason to believe he can win an extended matchup, question marks about his ground game. Um, and so Levy has this combination of decent fighting style and weak opponent. And Levy's already scoring very, very well. 96 and 120 in his two UFC wins, both of which came by decision. He's now plus 100 to win inside the distance. And I think if the fight goes into this round two, you know, I'd probably favor him to get the fight to the ground and find a finish. So 9.1K, is he a better play than Almeida straight up? Not necessarily, but you're getting $500 in savings there. Good fighting style, good matchup, more affordable price tag. And I think a lot of upside. I'm willing to target Levy personally in tournaments. He's going to be my tournament play of the week at 9.1K. All right, my salary play of the week here. Um, I'm going to get a little bit weird. I'm going to go with Chase Sherman at 6.8K, which I just don't feel great about, to be honest. But the hope is that this is a somewhat binary matchup in the sense that Williams is a wrestler, a grinder, who's going to want to land takedowns, control Sherman, went inside the distance. And if the fight plays out on the feet, Sherman is a more of a boxer, a volume boxer. That's where he has success, and he could have the advantage. Um, Williams coming off a fight when she landed eight takedowns and 13 takedown attempts, scored a ton of points on DraftKings. He can mimic that here. I think Williams is a great tournament pivot off Almeida as well. But if he fails to wrestle or, or chooses not to wrestle, the fight plays out in the feet. Sherman at 6.8K saves you a ton of salary. It's a heavyweight boxing matchup he could have success he could win this fight inside the distance he's only plus 540 inside the distance but the other thing is Williams is actively like telling people that he wanted to strike against Sherman this fight was canceled so it was supposed to take place I forget a couple weeks ago a few weeks ago um time flies but when that fight was canceled, Williams was telling everyone he wanted to strike. And now in his interviews leading up to this fight, he it's not that he's saying he's going to strike, but he's saying he wants to showcase a more well-rounded game. He's totally happy to strike. If the wrestling comes, that's fine. But I just I think there's a chance that he go he does go out there and box. And if that were to happen, I'm pretty confident Williams would not be a minus four ten favorite. So Yes, I do like Williams. I think he will wrestle most likely. I think he's a great tournament option with upside, a great pivot off Almeida. But there might be a wider range of outcomes than Williams can only wrestle and Sherman can only strike. These two might box uh, for at least a little while, in which case, yeah, give me some shots on Chase Sherman at 6.8K. Saves you a ton of salary, shouldn't be very highly owned, allows you to pay up for Almeida, and has some theoretical finishing upside. So it's mostly a dart throw here, but one I'll be willing to take chances on at 6.8K there, Chase Sherman. All right, finally, my matchup of the week. I'm going to go with Johnny Walker versus Anthony Smith in the mid-range there. It is minus 110 on both sides. Walker's uh, priced at 8.2K. Smith is priced at 8K. This fight is minus 400 to end inside the distance. Clearly, that's why I want to target it if we're expecting a you know 20% um, implied probability that the fight doesn't end inside the distance. We get a random decision. This fight's going to bust. I mean, these guys are not going to produce much offense per minute, and that is the downside here. That is the risk. 
And so it's not like if you're playing 100 lineups, you have to go 100 out of 100. I do think these fighters will be popular, but also both are so inconsistent and just uh, not great, to be honest. But there's a ton of upside. I mean, Johnny Walker has six wins in the UFC. All six wins have come in round one. He is a knockout threat. Anthony Smith just got knocked out by Magomed Ankalaev. He was knocked out by Glover Teixeira. He's been dropped many, many times throughout his career. So I definitely think Walker has knockout upside there at 8.2K, plus 130 to win inside the distance. That's a very good number. You should have exposure to Johnny Walker. Maybe I lean toward Anthony Smith winning. It's hard to say. I go back and forth. Smith is just better in extended fights. Um, he's probably a better submission grappler. Walker has a terrible, terrible chin as well. Walker knocked out by... Jamal Hill uh, knocked out by Corey Anderson and has been knocked out in the regional scene. Um, knocked down twice by Ryan Spann in a fight he ended up winning. So I definitely think Smith can also win by first round knockout. Smith also probably has more grappling equity, also probably the better fighter if it goes the distance. 8K plus 150 to win inside the distance. I think Smith is a very, very good option as well. I just really don't trust the durability on either side here. So that's, I guess, the positive and the reason why minus 400 to end inside the distance makes sense. Mid-range targets, if we do get that finish at 8.2K and 8K, we're going to see this winner contend for the optimal lineup. So ultimately, it's most important that I do have the winner on my lineups. Um, so I'll aim to be fairly high on the, on the fight matchup as a whole, probably fairly split between my exposure. And if you want to lean toward either side, that's fine. I, I, I gravitate a little bit towards Smith though. I think Walker have, probably has the better chance to win in like the first couple of minutes. So great matchup to target from a DraftKings perspective. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC quick picks. Thank you again for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, Brad Apley, double T, double P, dailyfanmma.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs. Thank you so much for the support. Best of luck in your contest this week. Take care, everyone. Stay safe. We'll talk to you all soon. Peace.